Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Welcome, everyone, to the Lovability Live podcast. This is our first uh, live podcast for Lovability. Uh, Super excited. I wish it were under better circumstances, but we're going to uh, take lemons and turn them into lemonade today. Uh, It's a great way to uh, bring everybody together, to connect. Uh, Since we can't be uh, together, together, uh, we're practicing social distancing, Uh, we can do it Facebook Live and be able to connect with one another discuss relationships, discuss dating in the uh, days, I'm not going to say the age of uh, social distancing, but in the age or the days of social distancing, let's let's have some fun and let's uh, connect and talk to each other and uh, and discuss dating and relationships and all kinds of fun things. I'm, I'm here today with sidekick Brad. Hello, everybody. How's the uh, quarantine going? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're doing what we're supposed to do, right? We're, if yeah, folks we are staying are, in. That's what you're supposed to do. So we that's are, good. We are practicing social distancing here. It's kind of weird to have you yeah, so far close. away from me, but can you hear me? <laughs> okay, uh, there we are. Okay, so uh, so we're live on Facebook now, right? Yes, we are. Okay, so hi everybody. So you know, Brad, I wanted to. I started a discussion yesterday. CNN did a uh, CNN did an article on dating. In in the uh, with social distancing and the day of the coronavirus, whatever makes it tough. (laughs) Just a little bit, Uh, and I I think that there's a discussion here because I, you know, obviously I'm a matchmaker. I've got clients that want to get out there and date. Sure. And I've pretty much told everybody because for mainly the reason of I mean, obviously to comply with regulations to stay six feet apart. I mean, we can do that. All the restaurants have closed, the bars have closed. So how do you go on a date? Uh, I know some people were talking about FaceTime dates, which, uh, which is leads to a whole other, uh, that goes down all sorts of avenues. Yes. So, uh, let's start talking about that. So here's what I've recommended to my clients and what I recommend to people about dating. He's only, the president has only asked us to stay in for 15 days. Can we hold off that long? I mean, for God's (laughs) sakes, if you can't stop dating for 15 days and chill out for 15 days, there's a bigger problem. Yeah, take the 15 days to look at something else. (laughs) Go look in the mirror because there's a bigger problem. You can't, you you cannot be alone. Uh, I know people are jonesing right now. And then, you know, one uh, one of my friends asked, would you recommend, you know, they had just met somebody, would you recommend us chatting on the phone in this, you know, two weeks that we're waiting to see each other? Only if there's an intimacy there, if you've developed an intimacy, because here's the thing, and I think this is the important thing in all of this that a lot of people don't think about. The the energy in the air right now is fear. Yeah. You know, so many people are fearful. Am I fearful? I'm not. I'm faithful. Uh, I have faith that that we're going to get through this, and uh, but but the energy is fear. So, do you yep. want to start a new relationship with that? And what's the conversation going to be about? Obviously, everybody's well, talking about this. Who wants to start their relationship about that? I, I agree with you on the the atmosphere, but I think you know I, I want to challenge you a little bit to help to help everybody out there that's watching this because. 
shouldn't we be chatting on the phone to begin with? Like before all this came down, shouldn't there have been one or two calls to begin with to Absolutely. see if there's any intimacy there at all? Any kind of like, wow, she's really a dud or he's really a dud. Hard to tell from you a know? phone conversation though. So, you know, so I think it does kind of get us back to the old days where men, you actually have to court a woman. <laughs> like, you know, you can't just meet for drinks or go somewhere. You actually have to put your best foot forward now and try to get her involved or get her interest mm -hmm. and show your interest over a phone now. So my late husband had the worst phone voice. <laughs> and I met him. We connected. Everything was fabulous. And, boy, he called me the next day, and I could not hey, wait to get up. Doing, Jen? Oh, no, he was from New What's York. What's up with you? He, he just did not have a great phone voice. <laughs> and so, But not Joyzy. Not Joyzy walking here. No, but it was just, it, he was just annoying over the phone. I didn't like talking to him over the phone. And I married him. I did end up marrying him. See, there's hope. But, there yeah, is hope, yeah, guys. There is hope. But it certainly wasn't because of his phone skills. And if I wouldn't have been so open and ready for a relationship, I probably would have shut him down given his phone skills. So, and I will say there's plenty of people I know that are great in person, but horrible over the phone. Fair enough. That's right. Fair. Uh, me personally, I'm not a big phone person. I don't like to talk on the phone, but I talk for a living. Yeah. So you, you really use the phone, but use it sparingly. You don't want to overkill. Now, somebody did ask yesterday, uh, one of, uh, one of our, uh, one of my followers on Facebook had asked, maybe this will bring back the old fashioned courting where a guy had to call you and talk to you sure. and court you. And my response to that is fat chance. <laughs> it won't, it won't do that. We are words. not going to be quarantined long enough to change generations. <laughs> change of men's habits. attitudes. I know <laughs> it, it is. I think this, I think all of this has brought to light, Brad, relationship-wise and country-wise. We've known and been talking about the problem in relationships has been people's lack of patience. True. Yeah, they're online. They're moving from one person to the next. Somebody has a flaw. They're not perfect. They move on to the next person. We still have this immediate society, and I... I, it's very evident now. Look at these people that have to stay in, can't go to restaurants, can't go drink at bars. They're freaking out. And they're freaking they're out. They're absolutely losing their mind. I'm like, I've been doing this for like two, three years. Right, I know. <laughs> I'm a pro at social distancing. Yeah. Y'all need any hints, <laughs> shoot me a PM. I'll give you all sorts of advice. Right, right. I'm for maybe too good at it. But, but having said that, let this be a wake-up call to you. If this is painful for you, if this is hard for you, if this challenges you, if you can't slow down and be with yourself, then you are not equipped or ready to be in a relationship. Because when people aren't comfortable with themselves and can't be alone, then you are getting into a relationship for the wrong reasons. You're getting in so you're not alone versus to have partnership, right? So what are some of the things if we're sitting here and we need, uh, you know, a 30 minutes here or 45 minutes there, we've, we've actually watched all of Netflix. What is it? I've that never we watched can... Netflix once. Oh my gosh. In my life. Breaking been... news. Breaking news. On lovability. Wow. Never? Never. That's a whole nother There is podcast. that show I want to watch about the dating blindly or whatever, where love is blind. Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they put them in a room or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of intrigued by that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably like that one. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, and I um, guess we'd have to do a live human experiment of that if we were quarantined for months. Well, now that's how people are going to have to meet. <laughs> no, they're not. This is going to go away. Stop yes, it, I know. I just mean silly. <laughs> I mean, you got to laugh during these times too, people. I mean, you know, come on. So what are some things that they can do? I know you've talked previously about, you know, making lists and going through all this, but like, what are some things that you could really take like 30 minutes a day or even less than that? You know, we have to get in our, you know, in the cross-legged and hum. You have to, or do we, what are some things that we can do? Well, you know, so I, I think sometimes to the psychology of it outside of relationships, because relationships are what I do for a living, but there's a, there's a lot of psychology behind what I do and in regards to finding love for people and, uh, setting set and connecting people. But I think the thing behind any relationship, any good relationship, is people have to be energetically connected. And the one thing that we need to be looking at right now is our own personal energy. And we need to manage it. I mean, we, yes, we are in a time of crisis. We definitely get to see how people are handling it. Sure. Right? Uh, I, uh, I, I, there's lots of people freaking out that cannot get a grip, get a grip and, and <laughs> stop it. And, uh, then there is like not touching your face, which I'm doing right now, which, you know, we were not supposed to be doing that, but I think energetically handling yourself, don't operate from a place of fear. We've got to be operating from a place of possibility and abundance and gratitude. Absolutely. And that goes for relationships in your everyday I was thinking about this this morning. A lot of things went through my mind this morning as I was getting ready. And I feel like it applies to everybody. We are living in fear right now instead of gratitude. And I think not enough people are looking to our higher power, God, you know, and praying about this. Instead, everybody's trying to control, just like they do in relationships and everything else. Everybody wants to control this and they want to know when it's going to be over and when they can get back to their normal great life. Well, you know what? There's some things we've left out of our daily life, like self-healing, right? right. Uh, being able to be with ourselves, gratitude, love, faith. Where is all that right now? Yeah, I mean, and we chatted about this, but you know, we had a really good sermon Sunday, uh, Paul Rasmussen. And um, what he, church is that? That's at Highland Park United Methodist, and I do the contemporary side of it. I'm sure he carried it over into those other ones, but you know, he put together some bullet points that I thought were right on the money of what you're talking about, which is we're right now, we need to live, if we're believers, then you should live in faith, not fear sacrificial, not selfish, Amen. which I thought was important because right now you see the lines at the grocery stores and you see all this craziness going on and we're hoarding all this when really and truly, hey, let's give the people that need it the most, you know, immunosuppressed or and our parents. Yeah, what are know? people doing with toilet paper? You I know, mean, I've, I've, I don't I've, know because... I'd the, like to figure this out when this is all over. Like, there was a funny meme because it was... Why do you need that much? There was a funny meme that said... Um, What's everybody worried about this virus for in a toilet paper? It's a virus. It's not Mexican food or spicy yeah. food. Like it's, not, it's a virus. You're going to you feel grumpy. Have and, bowel yeah, you're it's not going to have problems. <laughs> so relax with the toilet paper. But um, you know, those are some things. And then I thought one of the, the final things he said, which was really neat, was he said, "Be contagious mm -hmm. with your with your light." I with love your that. positivity, That's great. you be the server, you go out and if no one's doing something and it needs to be handled, then go do it. 
be smart about it. I mean, we're all we're all we're not sitting here trying to downplay this at all. I think the the critical thing is be smart though. Take the necessary steps. You and I have older parents, yes. So we might be a little more, you know, worried about it than others. But um, you know, I heard you know, Ron Corning. Ron Corning this morning. Uh, he has a show called Morning After right here on the network, and he had said, "Go out and serve whatever your gift is." Use it, serve people with it. It's a perfect time to take some time to figure that out. Especially since a lot of employers have put people at home, their jobs are on hold. There's not, they're not super busy right now. Use your gifts. I love that. And we hear it all the time. Do we have any questions? Are you guys watching? Yes, I'm watching. What is the purpose? Oh, yeah. Well, he's just commenting on what's the purpose of people hoarding the paper. He can't figure it out either. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, jump in there and ask some ask questions. Ask some questions. And we'd like, to, I'd love to know how you guys are feeling about all this. Uh, I mean, I'm, we haven't really gone into the dating thing, and I want to. Let's, yeah, let's go back. For sure. Uh, but, you know, the dating thing. Why not wait, guys? Because the energy is fearful. It's not the best energy to get to know people. Uh, there's plenty of time after this to connect. Uh, and... I think the whole idea of I'm this is some this is advice I'm going to give you as a matchmaker and seeing personally how connections work or don't work and one of the things that I have noticed is when people meet when they make that initial connection whether it be online or over the phone when they make that initial connection they need to meet in person shortly thereafter there doesn't need to be a long lag time. The more time that goes by, like if you meet somebody and somebody's traveling for two weeks, that relationship, that connection gets stale. And when communication isn't happening, people feel slighted, maybe resentful, and they haven't even met the person. So wait. Well, wait can, till we can actually meet before you start making connections. I can hear the conversations now with you. Well, he's sitting at home. I know he's just sitting there watching that phone buzz. Why hadn't he texted me back? Darling, I'm already getting the messages. <laughs> That's great. Stop it, people. Because we know they're not doing anything but sitting yeah, at home, right? It makes me crazy. You know, the, the, everybody communicates differently. And whether it be in the in the the days of coronavirus or outside of the days of coronavirus, some people work and don't stare at their phone. Some people are on the phone all day like me, yeah. and I don't have time to respond. Sometimes I respond a day after. People know that about me. I'm not the best responder either. But but don't assume something. Oh, they're at home. You know, every, all this is going on. Surely they've gotten my message. Stop it. Yeah, we well, should assume is, anyway, right? Nobody is you, and they're not going to respond like you would. And just because they don't respond when you want them to, it doesn't mean anything. Right. We've, we've attached a meaning to it where they're really not interested or they're really not engaged and they're really not, uh, you know, motivated. We're for back love. to expectations. It's, and well, that is all of dating and mm-hmm. relationships is managing people's expectations. That is my job. I like managing this, um, people's expectations. I like this meme that somebody put up on a post that you put up yesterday about this topic. And it says, I think it'd be cute to use if you're interested in somebody, it says, I want to get quarantined with you. And it has a little winky emoji. And so it says, flirting in 2020. Yeah, but hey, what, if, does it, will it work? I don't want to get quarantined with anybody. Yeah, me neither. If I, I don't, I don't want to be stuck with anybody 24-7. Thank you very much. Me and my great Dane will be fine. Yeah, I know. Pets are great. Pets are great. By the way, since I am live and I can say it, all of the shelters, these crazy people are dropping their animals off, afraid that they're going to get coronavirus from their pets and there uh, some of the uh dallas animal services and such are closing a lot of the shelters are closing but people were dropping their pets off because they're like i don't want to get coronavirus for my dog or cat stupid 
But if you can foster, that would be great. You can save a life because they were literally uh, euthanizing every rescue that was coming in at some of the shelters, not Dallas, but some of the shelters they had to euthanize because there were so many coming in because people are not educated. They're freaking out. Stop freaking out. Allow this process and the experts to do what they do and stay your butt at home. And if you can't stop dating right now, FaceTime. Let's talk about FaceTime because I had a couple of people say, uh, you know, why don't you FaceTime people, you know, during this time? Do we really need to do that? Are we really that desperate for interaction that we need to FaceTime and see somebody? I don't know. I don't like the word desperate for interaction because um, I think that puts a whole parameter around the thing. But I'm a tech guy and I use tech every day. So I'm kind of a techie. So if you're sitting there and you feel like you really need to stay home, but you have someone of interest and maybe there's been some communication and they're open to it, I don't see why that's a big deal to FaceTime and have a little face-to-face interaction. If you know somebody already and you're already already connected with them. Yeah, I don't think think as a – as a first reach out, you should try to face some time. I think you're back to texting and maybe a quick call and, hey, if you're bored tomorrow night, you know, do you want to FaceTime or, we or had something? We so. like over 120 comments yesterday talking about all of this with dating. But the FaceTime thing kept coming up. And I know somebody had made an innuendo about with if you can't see somebody that you want to be with using FaceTime for sex and sexual things. I know. I mean, well, I'm sure are you that, really that, that I'm sorry, I'm going to use the word desperate again. I'm are sure really that's that, not the first time that's been brought I'm up. sure it's not. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. I mean, before FaceTime, there was really just over the phone. Do you really need that? <laughs> Needs a heavy word. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just playing. This is what happens when I bring sidekick Brad in. Uh, no, just, this is what happens when it's live because you can't edit. <laughs> I know, I know. This is what happens. I'm looking at some of the. Uh, I'm looking at some of the uh, comments any, to see if there's any any questions. Real any quick, questions? So. You know that, but but I do think the FaceTime thing. Uh, yes, if you if you can't be with somebody. It's a great way to connect with them, see their face. I like it for that, too. I like to be able to connect with my family that way, too. We have some fun with it. But but if you're just meeting somebody for the first time, again, are we really going to – do we really have to do that? Do we – can we not take a two-week siesta, look at it positively? Like, okay, I get a two-week break from dating. From everything. From really. everything. I mean, like, you got to focus on your work. I mean, for those of us that are working at home, you, you still got to get those – your kids, if you if you yeah. have children, like there's so many great things going on right now out there social in social media and stuff about people who have stepped up. There's a guy that's literally reading books to children. So like if mom or dad needs to do something for work on, on social media, he's reading books on social media and he's real animated and stuff. I know a friend of so. mine keeps doing uh, concerts. She's a recording artist, yeah. Rachel Stacy, and she keeps there's doing. Concerts so that people have entertainment. Yeah, so I think you should take this time to really reflect. God, I clean. I just clean. <laughs> I'm all. Everybody calls me. What are you doing, Jen? I'm cleaning. Again. I just clean. I know. Again. See, I didn't have to do a lot for the quarantine. It's Tuesday, so it's doorknob day. Yeah. <laughs> it's always doorknob day in my world. Spray, spray. I have. Yeah. I have. Uh, a sanitizer in every compartment in my car, but I always have. I didn't have to go buy anything when the quarantine came. I'm like, I'm well equipped and I could probably supply the world. 
Pre-horning. It's not. It's not. It's just I'm a germaphobe all the time. You are. All That's the true. time. That's true. But uh, but having said that, you know the producer over here is rubbing uh, stuff on his hands as we speak. We just we reminded go. him to sanitize, sanitize. Uh, so so anyway, in in this age of dating, I think this is a great wake up call. It, I mean, for people, if you feel a pressure right now to like or or stressed because you can't date, you can't make connections right now. If you're feeling any kind of anxiety over that, or if you're still being drawn into it because you can't stop, you might have a problem. Yeah. You might have an addiction to it. People do. Uh, you might addiction have an addiction to dating. Addiction to dating, Ooh, online that's dating. A addiction to, you know what it is? It's an addiction to being stimulated. It's, it's, it's taking outside stimulus inside to, to give yourself energy so is or that excitement a, or motivation versus yourself. Is that a, is that a, when I'm with that person or when I'm dating, I feel like I'm better and I'm more complete. Is it, is it that kind of gratification yes. or is it, so it is, it's up here really. It, it is. really is. It is. It's filling okay. a it's need. Not here. It's, it's up filling here. a need in yourself where you are empty. So if you're feeling empty and lost right now, the best thing you could do is read a book, go, go online, get a book, uh, audio, audible, sure. you know, you can listen, go find a book on codependency, you know, and I'm not saying everybody, everybody has a little bit of codependency, but go find a good book that of something that, you know, love addiction, that, that would be a good one. There's a really good book I would recommend for women, especially that have love addiction. And that is a book, I think Robin Norwood wrote it. I have not seen it in years, but I love it. It's called Women, Men Love, and Women, Men Leave. Oh, and, that's a great title. Oh, it's a great book. It's a fabulous book. But it, it's all these different stories about codependency and bad relationships. And women will recognize themselves in at least one of these stories because we all have one of the patterns uh, so or have a tendency towards one of the patterns. Use this two weeks to, to heal and grow and learn about yourself and fill that void. I mean, I don't know if you can do it in two weeks because it does sometimes take longer, but try... If you if you feel completely comfortable being alone the next two weeks and you don't feel a need to get out there and date or to fill the void with anybody else, you could pretty much ensure that you're ready to date, you're ready to be in a relationship, and you're healed. If you're feeling stress, anxiety over not dating or how can I or still doing yeah. it, even if it's out of boredom because I have nothing else to do, find something else to do. Yeah. Exactly. If that's so, your hobby, there's a problem. Who was your previous guest that you interviewed that was so good? The gentleman that has the book. I'm sorry, I just I just lost. Oh, Colin point. Tate. Yes. Yeah, so I thought he made a, a valid point, which is kind of what you're saying. A very important point, which is, it's not the other person's job to make you happy. Right. You should be happy already. So take this time to find your happiness again. If it's if it's been rough or whatever, you're having some challenges with that. Take this two weeks or whatever time frame it ends up being to find some happiness. However that however you find that. I mean, we hear it all the time. What's my purpose in life? I don't know what my purpose is. You know, people always struggle with that. Well, take some time to reflect on that and find your own happiness yeah. so that you are ready when all this is. I, I think one of the things that we're challenged with, again, which is why we said being gratitude, one of the things we're challenged with is when we get into a place of fear, um, our parasympathetic nervous system kicks in, which is fight or flight, right. and it throws us into all kinds of different mindsets and behaviors, which is 
why being in the present moment? I mean, if you pray, if you meditate, I mean, by all means, and I'm going to say this because I thought this was something I thought about this morning. The one time we need prayer, because the only way this is going to go away is by the power of God. I mean, he, performing a miracle, getting rid of this, right? Because ultimately he's in charge. And we've removed God from our schools. We've removed God from so many places, and we are paying the price. We are certainly paying the price. I even thought on National Prayer Day, why didn't we have a national prayer? Why didn't one of our pastors step up and do a prayer with everybody, bring the nation together at a certain time? Would still love to see that happen. There, you know, Churches have closed. These mega churches have closed. The people aren't going and praying, and I am a big prayer warrior. I mean, I know the power of it. We know the power of it. We're sure. people of faith. And, you know, we do need to be coming together and praying more than ever. We do need to have faith and faith over fear right now sure. with everything. And Brad, just back to your point, because I did um, digress kind of, but not really. Uh, I just kind of shifted energy because I'm a little uh, ADD. But back to your point, you know, the whole happiness thing, that you can't find happiness from the outside. If you find that you're not happy, which is why I brought up the whole fear thing and the parasitic nervous, para, you know, it, 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 the happens. bio stuff, it happens. Um, it can interfere with that process. But if you do find at this time that you're not happy, that you're feeling a void and you're lonely, you know, you're so lonely during mm -hmm. this time, I think it's a great indicator that you need to, you need to shut it down. Yeah. You need to work on yourself because that shouldn't be happening. Well, it's always good to take a step back. It's always good, no matter what, whether it's your work or kids are driving you crazy or you have stress. It's always good to take a step back and take some time and just kind of relax. Right. You know, does anybody have any questions online? I mean, this is a free two week right? vacation sort of. <laughs> I wish it was. I wish I didn't have to work so much. Oh, uh, there's been a few. Most people are just commenting and listening. So what are they commenting a, on? What do, what, do I, what do I? Um, desperation reeks of insecurity. Okay, it does. Um, so when that, if you're seeing that in someone you've been communicating with, that right. could be a red flag. Red flag um, if people are over communicating right now with you and 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 wanting to, yeah. Don't uh -huh. go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Right. Just stay with me. Um, stay the course and press on. Uh huh. And um, I love it. somebody commented too when we were discussing. I have amazing friends. The FaceTime thing, and if I have to have that communications, it's all about immediate gratification, right? Which I think is is probably true. And we are in hey, such it's, a it's world. Be like two weeks. We are in such a world of immediate gratification, and I I love the fact that this is drawing our attention to whatever dysfunction or weakness we may have. It's it, it's going to open your eyes to it. Don't don't blind yourself. This is a world that numbs themselves. They numb, and we've, we're, I'm just going to tell you because I'm one of these busy people and I'm always going and doing and going and doing, mm -hmm. and I've had to slow down. And it has woken me up to the fact that I don't need to go and do all the time. The best thing I can learn over the next two weeks is how to be. And if I could be still for a while and not work and not have to keep managing what I'm managing, if I could listen to an audio book or it's I've been meditating a lot and praying amazing, a lot. It's amazing so how you'll feel. Thank God for prayer and meditation because that's at least I've made sure to get that in every night, every morning. Um, but but it should draw us to whatever we need to pay attention to. Mm -hmm. When we get quiet, whatever rises to the surface, take a look at it. It's telling you something, showing you something. Well, and that's the uh, you know that's good. That's that's back to biblical because God doesn't come down and. Oh, 
it's always in the whispers, right? I call them God nudges. I yeah, call them well, God this nudges. This is more than a nudge. Nudges, this this you know? was certainly more than a nudge for all of us, wasn't so, it? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not a big believer that he creates bad stuff for to the human race anymore. Because oh, I, 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 th- I, I think it's I think it's just stuff happens and. Man, it's just, it's been amazing to watch the reaction to all this. It has. And and to see where people place their energy and their faith. Are they in toilet their, paper. In to- <laughs> so, More faith in toilet paper than you know, God right now. I mean, you know, for clean your say, hands and wipe your butt. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's where we, we ran are to the right grocery now. stores instead of running to prayer. We, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, it's. It's definitely a wake up call, but, uh, but so can I turn it back around now? Please. So let's say, um, let's say you've been out on a few dates with somebody, mm-hmm. maybe four or five. There's a little connection there. You're starting to grow. You know, you feel like there's something here on both parties. So both parties feel that way. We've been told to stay in or something, except they also say, get out and take a walk in the park. Right. There's things you can do that's okay, right? They're just talking about these masks. You're going to be together anyway. You want to see each other. Yeah. So what are some suggestions? We've talked about a couple of them, so I don't want to steal your thunder. Why not be together and cook together, uh, watch movies together? Uh, I mean, this is your other person. I mean, you've already been in contact with them. Snuggle together, right? We don't have to social distance from our other I thought a great one was that I always have loved to do is, guys, here's a little guy advice. Get the picnic ready. Love picnics. And it could just be cheese and wine. However, where do you go? Because all the public places like the Arboretum, which I love the Arboretum for picnics, closed. Then you you set up a little... You go on your front lawn. You set up a little thing in your backyard with some flowers and stuff. Like, you mean, this is easy stuff, guys. It's not hard to do that kind of stuff. Okay, you're sweet. You know? Well, no, you just put a little effort and just think. You have mean, to put some bug spray out there for me. Make yeah. sure there's no bugs crawling on me. I'm not, not sitting a little in a lawn, somebody's lawn with <laughs> spiders crawling on me. I'm, it's not very romantic to me. Yeah. So, I mean, is there anything else that you've heard out there or you've read that are you in your, just in your creative mind that people can do? I mean, I guess, yes, the Netflix and chill, but I was thinking more things too, like, you know, we can go to a picnic. How about a conversation? We can go on a walk, I mean, know. really, how about a conversation? How about pulling out the five love languages or another relationship book and discussing things that could help your relationship strengthen at that time? How about pulling out the Bible and reading together and um, praying together? I mean, I, I'm, I really, I mean, if, if you have a relationship based on faith, how about uh, cooking together? Uh, like you said, I mean, you could set up a picnic in your living room where there are no books. Oh my gosh. I mean, when I was, uh, right? when I, when I, my, my kids were I'm little, much better for that. When my kids were little, we built a whole campsite out of paper and we made the fire out of paper and everything. And they, now that so might be fun. fun. If you put like, you if know? you had a tent and you put the tent up in your backyard, Oh my gosh. You would never do that. Why? Because you don't camp. Well, I would do As long that, as there's would, a bathroom shower. I and would <laughs> rather do it in a tent than on the ground, right? Well, I mean, well, well are, we, are we still talking about having a picnic? Yeah, or? glamping. I don't know. I'm not really sure anymore, really. Uh, <laughs> yes, there is that whole glamping thing with the fancy trailers and all that. I so. definitely think it, it enables us to use our imagination. I mean... I used to love my family. I'm Italian. My family, we used to get together and had, I had a lot of cousins and uh, some of them may be watching. Uh, and 
we used to get together and play board games as a family. Sure. It was so much Remember fun. Remember those days, folks? My personal, we used to sit at a table and communicate. I know. My personal family, we love to play cards together and Monopoly and yep. all kinds of stuff. And if you're in a good Monopoly so game, that'll fun. last two weeks. Pull those games out if you have them. Scrabble. Yep. I'll yep. kick your butt in Scrabble. Yeah, yeah. Scrabble's a good one. Yeah. And you learn. Yeah, exactly. Educational. Yes. And yeah. with your uh, significant other, you have dirty Scrabble. That's always fun. Just another idea with a glass of wine. Who's heard of dirty Scrabble? Oh, for God's sake. Come on. Seriously? Oh, my God. Oh, come on. Sidekick Brad. There's this all is sorts what of, I have him What's for? the other game that's really fun if you're an adult? Uh, Cards, of, Cards of Humanity? It's a blast. Get that. But you only get to play with adults. It's fun. Okay. That would be a fun one. Sounds fun. Cook dinner and does play it, cards. Does it humanity. involve people having to engage in social? Yes, basically, what is given is there is a card that is the main card, and you have to pick an answer to it. Mm. And all the answers are real funny, so it's a blast. It's a lot of fun. Sounds it, fun. It's, it'd be a lot. Sounds of fun. fun. We can do that. Okay, so they're actually discouraging any uh, groups larger than 10 people. And right now they're right. discouraging groups at all. They're just saying, stay the heck in yeah. now, yeah. Uh, which is awesome. Uh, so here, so, we got a good question now. Okay, good. How many dates should you go on with a person before you decide that person is not for you? Cause mm -hmm. you're always, you're always talking about, you get the calls. Oh, he's just not for me or she's not this or that. And, and, and you're like, you spent two hours with them. That must be from a, is that a question from a girl? No, it was from a guy. It was. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, guy. Whoever whoever sent that question. Uh, I, I would say three, and here's why. Because I think first dates are kind of a wash. Everybody's trying to impress the other person. You're you're never you're getting the representative 98% of the time. You're getting somebody's representative. If you liked the person, you thought they were interesting, go on a second date. Uh now, second dates usually go better. I've had, I can't tell you the amount of second date success I've had when somebody really didn't want to see somebody again for a second time. I've encouraged them to go on a second date. They were so glad they went. Third date, everybody's loose and happy. There's already a comfortability and intimacy built between. Walls and the come conversation down. elevates at that point, right? So, I would say three. Give people a chance. So between three and four, you should be able to figure those kind of questions out. Yes. And it goes the other way, too. At three or four, you should start to feel like there is a connection there, right? And it can go on the positive route and as well. And please pay attention. I mean, when you're on these dates, do more listening than you do talking. Because I think so often people are trying to interview and we really need, and with, through the interview, we're trying to gather information. It's not as much gathering information as it is gathering the energy of that person. Who is this person? What do they stand for? And if you give them enough rope, they'll hang themselves. So ask them good <laughs> questions and let them talk, right? Because you want them. I mean, if they're going to hang themselves, you want them to hang themselves on the first or second date. You want to find that information out. So do more listening than talking because I hear out there from people, and I hear this a lot, and this goes for guys and girls because it doesn't discriminate. They will tell me, they didn't ask me one question about me. They, they talked about themselves the whole time, and if they asked me a question, as soon as I answered, they redirected back to themselves back to and started themselves. talking about oh, themselves Oh, well, I used again. to do that too. And yeah. Get over yourself. So should we take some of this time that we have at home to – pencil out and map out sort of, I mean, it sounds kind of odd, but like a dating plan, like here's some questions, here's some things I'd like to know about another person when I'm going out with them. Like How one of the about, big ones, one of the big ones you've always told me is, 
um, ask the lady about her relationship with her dad, right? And get into that mm-hmm. in the family and stuff. So is that some of the, is that some of the questions that you are thinking, should they kind of create a little dating plan? I don't know. That sounds kind of odd, but. I don't know about a dating plan, but, uh, but cause that's an interesting term. Um, I'll revisit that though. Cause you that know, might be I, a podcast. I, you know, I think about stuff like that before I respond. Um, but I do think people need to take the time to figure out who they are and what they want, because I think people have been on the fast track of dating for so long that they are so hyper-focused on finding somebody, searching, searching, searching. They're so hyper-focused on that, that they're missing the boat on the good stuff. Like, who am I? What do I bring to the table? I mean, people need to know what they bring to the table. Well, that's what it's all about, right? Yeah, it is. Exactly. It is. Uh, okay, so I guess we need to wrap it up. Is there any other questions before we wrap it Let up? Let me check one more time. One guy, uh, same guy that asked the question, says one of my pet peeves is mm-hmm. people who either lie about age or show older pictures on dating apps. Um, and if you're know conf- who, they, who you are, and if you're confronted with that, how would you recommend they handle that? Uh, I personally, I think if somebody has uh, somebody has deceived you. It's your responsibility. I would do it, but I'm not, I'm so brave. Uh, I would call them out on it. I would tell them your picture, you don't look anything like your pictures or did, were your pictures old? Because you don't, you don't look like, tell them because they need to know. Well, who's your photographer? Cause you look 10 years younger. <laughs> I need his number. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You look 10 years younger in your pictures. But I think also if it were me, I would... I would tell that person that what you feel, I guess, especially if it's a strong deception, let them know that, that you feel that you were a little deceived. Right. And I would, I would exit, but politely and gracefully I would, because if you've already found out that that person is into not presenting themselves as who they are and they're into deception. It's not a good way to start it. It's not a great way to start it. Therefore, I would not entertain it and teach that person not to do it again. Love it. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Take Uh, your phone away. (laughs) (laughs) And your hand sanitizer. And your photographer. Uh, You're down to two toilet paper rolls a week, young lady. That's how you fix that problem. I uh, have uh, taken yeah. two t- this paper is rolls. Crazy times, crazy times. Uh, you know, so so just to wrap it up and to summarize, everybody take these next couple weeks. Think of it as try to look at it not as that you're being grounded or in timeout. Try to look at it positively as you're given a couple weeks to have some much needed time that we don't take uh, to self reflect. To get to know yourself, to, to figure out what you want, to figure out what you need, and to take a siesta from dating and, and figure out where you might have uh, dependencies that or impatience or, sure. you know what I mean? Just all, yeah. let the, These things are going to come to light. Allow them to teach you and show you where you need to go. And hey, you're by yourself, so if they come to light, no one else knows. That's right. <laughs> so that's right. Just, find a great you. book. Yeah. Find a great book. Read it. Uh, you know, something something in the self help arena uh, would really really help. Uh, and and codependent no more. Uh, Melanie Beatty. Any of those books are amazing because I think there's so many codependents out there. Uh, and uh, and 
and I guess last but not least, I would my suggestion to all my friends, just because this is my page and my friends, uh, pray. Just pray, everybody. Pray for your own health. Pray for the health of your family and the country and pray for this to go away uh, as fast as it came because our world, our economy, everybody's being affected. I've seen some posts that made me want to cry with some of the things people are going through. Everybody has it rough right now. There's not anybody that isn't affected by this. Right. So, so just pray because if we can comply and get this gone, everybody can get back to work and back to our life. And I do think that our economy will rebound oh, and yeah. everything we'll be fine. else. We're going to be we're going to be fine. So that's it. Hey, so, it was our first live cast. It was our first live. Oh, and by the way, every third Thursday, third we're going to be doing lives. So we'll bring up different topics. We did have a different topic for this week, but given the fact that. Yeah. We were here. We, need we didn't to address plan it. on being here. We wanted to address yeah. this. So thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. Uh, we uh, we appreciate you tuning in and hope that we can, uh, I don't know how many people listen today, but hopefully we get a lot more people every Thursday and we'll build our audience. So uh, have a great week. Have a great uh, quarantine and uh, love yourself. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.